Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Prowlers Live Friday mini episode, or it's not really a mini episode. Episode. It's kind of a longer episode. Um, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And Maria is going to be late (laughs) because she she stepped on a nail and has to get a tetanus shot. Yeah. And she said... You can tell people I'm late because I stepped on a nail. And the only thing that will make me happy is if we make over $5,000. Yeah. So you heard it here so, first. That's pretty crazy. She can be screen share the picture of the nail. Is that possible? That she, the, is this really what she stepped on? Yeah, I don't understand. That's like if you Google rusty nail, like that's what you get. Yeah. If if you Google like I'm going to die from stepping on this, that's, Maybe that's what she, she did on. step on that. She was like in a garden today, like digging around. Yeah. She was fussing around in a garden. I think she's having some sort of crisis. Um, she's gardening so and be here. Maybe. Yeah. So who's who knows? to say? Who's um, to say? Oh, my God. My dog has been eating the Vaseline that I have next to me this whole time. <laughs> Um, and let's let someone in, man. Okay, let's let in Haunted Possum. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're in the Discord. Yeah, and um, he or she um, or they or them made an amazing um, uh, meme, and I sent it to one of my friends, <gasps> oh, yes. and now it's, like, popping off in the group chat. Haunted Possum. Hi. Are you in a car? I am in a car. I'm outside my job. 
<laughs> oh my God. Amazing. What do you do for work? Haunted possum. I'm a mortician. What? <laughs> no way. Wait, 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 wait. Do you have an uh, Instagram of a more of your mortuary too? Of your or no? No, no. Because oh, okay. I tell <laughs> I tell mortuary stories on the Discord. I'm afraid that I'm going to get blasted by my employer, so I'm anonymous. Because oh. another another mortician followed me recently, and I'll, I'm like obsessed with morticians. <laughs> this is incredible. Can I just say I heard that there's a new technique um for <laughs> that's better than cremation and it's more like environmentally friendly where they pump your oh. body like full of water or something and like you disintegrate or something Disinter- I am in Montana, so we don't really go by the highest standards of environmentally safe. <laughs> don't you like take the ashes and then you like you plant them and then put a plant a tree on top? Yes, Isn't I've that, heard like... of that, but I've never done it. No one wants that. They all want to be buried. Really, I full want of to chemicals. be a tree. They want to be That's full crazy. of chemicals. They want to be really toxic. They really just no. I just want my body to go in the ground. Like I want to turn to a skeleton. Like that's all I want. I have a dumb question. As far as I'm concerned, serious. Shoot me into space. Have you (laughs) ever? Have you ever tried ashes? Have you ever tasted them or anything? Like no, (laughs) I have not tasted ashes. No, but there was there was like a singer from the 70s I know who snorted his dad's ashes. Yeah, I heard that that's a thing. That's crazy. Um, wow. No. Uh, is that like so, snorting your placenta? Like you dry it and then you... Well, the ashes are already dried because you've been through a burner. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, ashes usually aren't generally your loved one's ashes. They're usually just like a combination of like 500 people's ashes. No. Really? Yeah. And a lot of crematoriums have been getting in trouble lately because... Um, <laughs> Allie's crematorium? <laughs> because they've been getting... They've been just like piling up corpses and giving people like cement. Like, I mean, not how would you cement. know? Yeah, you don't know. Oh, Wait. no. This is breaking news. I don't think <laughs> yeah. people knew that, that you're at the ashes you get aren't even like. I mean, how do you know? Well, it's just That's a combination true. of like a whole bunch of people. Right. They don't really oh, clean it out. The There's like really no way time. to do that. No. So I don't you could have the ashes that, but... of like someone else. You could have. in with your loved one. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, you don't want to snort a stranger without <laughs> consent. Um, do you have a question, no. comment, concern, or story? Well, I have a query about my grandmother. Awesome. Let's Go hear for it. it. Okay. So she lived, um, this was like the 1930s and she lived way up in the Beartooth mountains. Wow. Um, and they were like isolated for like eight months of the year. Cause there's so much snow up there and they would only travel wow. by horse. And like, this guy she had never seen before showed up at her door when my grandpa was out hunting and she was like, okay, I guess come in my house. And, um, he asked her, he like made small talk with her for a little bit. And then he finally went, where's the human heart? And she's like, what do you mean? Where's the human heart? And he goes, where's the human heart in the, in the body? And she's like, well, it's like right here. Uh, and he went, okay. 
And then he just like turned around and left. And then um, when summer came, <laughs> like my grandpa cool, Slim cool. was down at like the country feed store or something. And apparently a guy who lived like a couple miles away from them, who they didn't know, had dug a small grave and then seven giant graves, shot all his horses and buried them, <gasps> and then shot himself in the heart and fell in the grave. And then was eaten by scavengers, so it was not successful. No, shit. so she like sideways, kind of. She thought he was like, "I'm gonna take your heart," but yeah. yeah. Oh my god! But that's also like seven horses of the apocalypse. Like, I wonder if that's why he killed seven horses. I think they were just his seven horses, and it's so isolated that he didn't want them to like, yeah, die, like starve to death or something before he was found because he probably knew it'd be forever yeah holy wow. shit that's crazy um Damn, Mountains. yeah this was like such an illuminating i'm like actually really obsessed with um we're gonna hit you up on the discord because i think we want to do a <laughs> mini episode on mortuaries and crematoriums yeah you should do At it I, I really scared people <laughs> on the discord because i told the story about a guy who so he got his head and one of his arms cut off in a bow propeller. And Wait, I didn't hear this. Was this today? No, I didn't hear it. It was like um, yesterday. And oh, so, I haven't been on a day. And so then when the sheriff was driving up, I was standing outside the mortuary and he had the body in his car and he stuck the uh, dismembered arm really far out the window and waved it at me. <laughs> it was actually so funny just seeing this like, that is really funny dismembered what a goofy cop <laughs> yes yes and that's why i have to protect my identity <laughs> yeah it's the one good cop um oh my god well you're amazing what a great start to the night uh we love you thank you for calling in yeah thank you so yeah, much <laughs> bye bye see you on the discord yeah um is david williams still in the in the chat room yes he is want me okay, to let him let, in yes i want you to let him in it's four oh it's it's four horses <laughs> oh it's <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the seven Hi. horses. Hi, David. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I was looking at my plant. Sorry, I was listening to her story at the same time. What's going on? Um, well, last week I, I was a little not here. So this week I'm gonna tell you um about a patient that I have who she asked me to tell you guys last week about her and she even tuned in. Oh, because you're a child psychologist. Yes. And have you guys ever heard of the disorder aptoniz aptomophilia? No, but I don't like how it sounds. Okay, it's the overwhelming need to amputate your body parts. No. Even though they're perfectly. Holy shit. There's, have you seen the Mark Ruffalo show? I know this much is true. I have not. Spoiler alert, it happens in... Oh, yeah, he cuts off his arm. But that was like a weird sacrifice to yeah, God that was, or something. Yeah, anyway. Well, when she came to me, she was 15... And she had been ripping off her own toenails because no one could see oh. it. It was oh. shoes and wasn't telling people what was happening. It's like cutting so, kind of. Yeah, like self-harm. Yeah, except for um, well, when she came to me and then she started telling her mom and her mom finally noticed what was happening. 
And so she came to the doctors and what we found out is it's not a disorder that we can technically diagnose because no one considers it a real thing. Some people have it. It's very rare, but um, right. we find out is that she, when she was a baby, she was in a, um, like a little motor car, you know, like one of those kids ones, like a tyke, you know, like the, yeah. they have the really small battery packs and she had fallen down a oh hill. Well, she had fallen down a hill off of it and hit her head caused bleeding, oh, but they'd shit. never gone to the yeah. hospital for it. Oh. And so it turns out that she had a huge issue with her, with her right back lobe and that was causing mm-hmm. pressure and issues. And that's what was causing the disorder and causing her to feel like she needed to do this. So, oh, yeah. And so she still deals with that to this day. Got to, like, <laughs> oh my God, what's happening? Did you just, oh my God, you, <laughs> Melissa, you just let everyone into the chat at once. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is chaotic evil. <laughs> Oh my God, Melissa! <laughs> I went to expel. Them. Oh my God! Oh Guys, my I have to God. put you all back in the waiting room. <laughs> this is horrible. What it does? Look at Maria, so pissed. I went this to expand happens. the window, and I got to put everyone back in the waiting Sorry, room. Sorry, guys, you're you going look, back in the you cage. You all look great. You all David look deserves so, so much better from us. <laughs> We've done David nothing but wrong tonight. I went to expand and then it said, and then it said, admit all. And I was like, Maria, this is what happened. We can't, I can't. This is what, this is. Okay. Well then David will keep talking. David, what, is there a cure for what this, this girl's Um, ailment? Unfortunately, there's not. We just have to go through a lot of behavioral conditioning, things like that to try to get her to realize that it's not just because your head's, telling you you need to do it doesn't mean you actually have to do it the problem is that with Holy most shit. people i mean people as young as her usually don't don't get it it's usually like people in their 30s and 40s and so she's oh, kind of like one of the only shit. people that we we know about that has this at this young of an age so wow. we don't know we do know that people that are diagnosed later in life usually in about 10 years they do it to themselves no matter what they'll mm. do injury on themselves to make sure it happens and oh, God. yeah but I mean, I know she's That's watching horrible. and she knows that we're, we're dealing with it, but she wanted yeah. to, Oh God. she thought that was, well, she, that's she said crazy. That the brain things, she said brain things can be creepier than, than ghost things. So your brain can play more tricks on you than anything. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Wow. That seems like, like a cognitive behavioral therapy, like kind of thing where you just have to train yourself not to be doing it or something. I don't even know. Um, Wow, David. Well, sorry that that we brought chaos into your life. Sorry, I brought chaos into your life, but that was, was a, my our second amputation story of the night. And um, I know. Thank you so much. It was an amazing oh, follow up. Um, yeah, weird, right? I uh, hope it's not foreshadowing anything. Mm. Um, <laughs> um and i will i will search for your email uh which i'm sure is oh maria is the host now thank god um okay thank you david okay wow i'm not gonna lie that was so fun that it was like my brady bunch filter in real life I tried to find Maria in the waiting room and then instead of expand, I hit admit all and like nine people came in. That was so tight. 30 people. Oh my God. That was such a fan. That was a web. Maria, um, 
Where? How? How are you? Hey, tell us about your foot, girl. Yeah, what happened? Well, ooh, you got oh, a bandaid. I got a tetanus shot. Yes, yes. We all do. Want to see the nail? <gasps> so it was in? the. You sent the picture of it. Yeah. And I was like, that looks like what you Google when you Google rusty nail. But that's like yeah, a it's legit like a home alone nail. nail. Where was yeah. it? It was outside in the grass. How far did that go into your foot? <sighs> Not where it was like impaled, but probably like a centimeter. Oh, and it was bleeding. God. It was bleeding, but not crazy. It was enough where I had to pull it out. Oh. Um, it, it wasn't great. Did the shot hurt? <laughs> no, the shot did not hurt, actually. It, it hurt more when they put the fluid in. Yeah. Did they say you could did. get it in your arm or your tushy? No, they didn't even give me the option. Oh. Well. But um, I was watching you guys on my car ride home, and <laughs> I, you guys were doing great. You guys were doing great. A couple of hiccups, but we I got, think you guys we got did audio well. issues. We got technical. <laughs> um. All right. So should we let someone else in? Yeah, I'm letting in Daniel. Daniel, Daniel. my brother, you are. Than me, do you, oh he's he's or you're on uh you're uh muted now you're hey. not. hello hey, Daniel how are you oh, you know I'm doing okay I, I I didn't almost lose my foot today so I feel very blessed <laughs> oh my god uh, in comparison so yeah and Maria like what if you had to get your foot amputated we're having so this is like an injury wait who else got their foot am- amputated but our first two stories were about amputee stuff. We had a more the oh. mortician, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's still a possibility. It hurts pretty bad, so I don't know. Fingers. Well, well, we could only hope. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daniel, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Not much. Uh, you know, just enjoying this uh, Friday <laughs> evening with everybody, and uh, you know, just hanging out. You have a good um, NPR voice. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I have a real dry mouth. You know? <laughs> there used to be that one guy. It, I don't know. I, I don't know if he was like local to the DC station, but there was one guy where like, honest to God, it was like, you could hear his um, lips like moving over his teeth oh, like this. Yeah. Just no. really dr- yeah. It was I can't, I the only that. one I couldn't listen to. Oh, I can't yeah. do that. Um, Let me wet these bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like Oof. it. Um, yeah, now you're talking. Do you have a, a story for us today? I do, I do, and I hope I don't screw it up. I um, I emailed this one a really long time ago, so I hope that did we it, ever you read don't remember it, or it? Play it? No, you you wrote me back, but I don't. I think it was like it got lost in the shuffle. Oh, but but I feel it. like it's it's like a good one. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> I just. I'm going to try really hard not to screw it up because I feel like it's better written out with all the details. <laughs> there's that Kleenex. There's that tissue. That thing. This Uh-oh. is a new one from last than last time, though. <laughs> okay. Famous tissue. So, um, yeah. So, so this is like yet another location where I saw something really creepy as a kid. And I don't know if it's just that I was like a really sad, weird kid or what, you know, but like. I, I like I feel like a crazy person telling people all of these things because it's like, oh, and then this and then this. But like this is one of the most vivid ones that I remember. Um, and it it was set at this condo. So my my parents and my mom's so my parents and my maternal grandparents co-owned like a condo in Ocean City, Maryland when I was a kid. And so 
we, we would share it, but we never really went at the same time. So they had like the master bedroom and suite and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then we would all sleep in like a living room area with a pullout couch. But there was like one summer, I, I feel like I must have been maybe like nine or 10 because I had hamsters, <laughs> which comes, comes in. It's important later in the story. It's a, it's a nice detail. Um, and so there was like this one summer where my parents were like letting us like sleep in my grandparents' room when they weren't there and like set up a big tent. So my brother and I would like, there was another TV in there Mm. so we could like watch whatever we wanted. And this condo, it was like, it was pretty small, but it was like up above another unit so that we were like elevated. And we had like a big deck that went out along these sliding glass doors. And there are sliding glass doors in the master bedroom and in the living room. So you could go into my grandparents' room from the, from the like deck balcony thing. So we're up late one night in this two person tent, mm-hmm. my brother and I, and we're like watching TV and like, I, I must've fallen asleep watching TV, but I don't really remember falling asleep. But, um, and the tent was positioned so that like the opening of it was, you know, facing the TV and it was sort of, it was like a condo built in the eighties. So the, the, it had these sliding door closets oh, yeah. and the, the sliding doors were mirrors. Of course. Because mirrors yeah. were just, yeah. So it was like these full, <laughs> the full one side of the room was just one big mirror, basically. And that side faced the sliding glass oh, door no. side. And so our, our tent was kind of in between the two. Um, and we were right up against that closet. So I don't really remember falling asleep. Um, but I think I woke up at like two or three in the morning and there was this really bright light streaming in through the sliding glass doors from the deck. And it was like reflecting off the mirror and then casting shadows of stuff that was on this little coffee table that was sort of next to the tent. Um, So like you could see all this stuff kind of projected onto the nylon skin of the tent. Um, And I remember like looking over and I saw the hamster wheel from a hamster cage and there was, it was just there, you know, it was like a, it was like a detail that I noticed, but there was no, hamster on it um and my brother was asleep and we had fallen asleep like head to toe um and then all of a sudden (laughs) like the the level of light kind of shifted a little bit like it got really bright for a second and then it got like dimmer again but still bright but like not as bright as like the peak like it kind Mm -hmm. of and then i noticed that the hamster wheel started spinning no Um, but there was no hamster on it and so the wheels like spinning faster and faster oh, no. and like audibly squeaking, oh, you know, like you could hear this thing just going around and around and around. And I remember feeling really afraid, but like, you know, in, in that, in the like kind of seconds that you're thinking about this, you're like, well, I guess there must be someone out there with like a flashlight oh, trying to break in. Like that's, this is really scary. Like, are they going to, what are they going to do? Like, they probably think nobody's in here because there's nobody in the bed, you know, or whatever. So I'm like freaking out and nothing, you know, nothing happened. There was no glass breaking. There was nothing like that. And then all of a sudden, this like shadow starts to kind of like take, take form on the side of the tent. Like you start to see it. It was as if a really tall, slim person uh, was coming like from the, from the direction of the sliding glass doors towards the tent. Um, And, and the closer it got, like the more defined it got. And it just, it had this very like skinny slender you know, man. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I remember when it got really close, it kind of just did one of these like <laughs> no, no. Oh, head serious? cock. Oh, it's okay. And 
you know, so I was really scared. <laughs> and I remember like the only thing I did after that point was just pulling my sleeping bag up over my head. Cause I think selfishly, I knew that like my brother's head was down toward the opening. Oh so I was like, well, maybe if I just hide myself, this thing will just move on. Or, or you know, like if it's going to get one of us, it'll get him because it'll see his like head poking, you know, like all these thoughts are rushing through my head and it finally gets close enough. And, and, and that was the last thing I remember was it being like right on top of the tent. Holy shit. And then I pulled the thing up over my head. I closed my eyes and I, I, I don't, re- I, it took me a long time to fall asleep, but I don't think I opened them again until the next mo- oh, Sorry. The next morning, I still get really like, it, it's, it's like scary. very affecting yeah. to like r- remember this stuff. Um, and so like, you know, the next morning I, I was a little less freaked out because when you're in the light of day, like, you know, even if something really scary happens, you're kind of, you know, I don't know, I feel better about it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? It's probably my dad just like walking around to check on us or something, mm-hmm. which like, you know, didn't make perfect sense because why would he have been coming from the outside? Right, like, why would yeah. he have gone out onto the deck and walked in to check on us? Um, he would have come from the other side of the room, which is where the door from the, you know, like living room, dining room was. Um, but, you know, that's just all I could think. And it didn't explain the hamster wheel. Holy but like, shit, dude. So I didn't mention anything to my brother uh, when we were both awake. And then I did ask my dad at one point, I was like, you know, did you come out at all last night? And he was like, no, why? And I just sort of was like, okay, and never talked about it. And then this is another one of those things where I, I so we, I had this conversation or overheard this conversation with my brother about the supernatural. And this was that same, that same night, like we got to talking about this. And that was when I first found out that he remembered this too. Um, so like, in addition to the red haired boy right. that we both had this experience with, he would, you know, like we couldn't see each other's faces. We didn't, we didn't know that we were both seeing it at the same time, but we were both able to like corroborate the details after the fact and he he drew this picture for me no, like, a couple no, years ago no 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 of what it looked no, like it's no. just a drawing and of I, this always <laughs> makes me very upset <laughs> no, but it was just like no, just this really creepy no. silhouette of like uh and so we we always like kind of talked about it like an alien thing you know like it's like well that looks because like you an just alien. don't really know yeah. yeah, like just the skinniness of it. I feel like we were watching a lot of X-Files back then in like <laughs> yeah. 1994. And, but like, I don't know. Now now I know all about like shadow people and stuff. So I'm like, oh, you know, like could have could have been whatever. But yeah. I don't That's like it. crazy. I don't either. I don't <laughs> I'm like, like very it. worked up right I, now. Like, my eyes started watering. Um, everyone in the YouTube <laughs> is like, says you are the best storyteller. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's because I take a lot of notes to read because <laughs> I can't remember anything. And I like didn't want to leave out details. Oh, well, you did an amazing job. Oh, and also, yeah. they said that you. Um, <laughs> they always say you always come with receipts, and then receipts. Also, that's right. Pictures, that's right. and also that you have a great podcasting voice. Yeah, thanks. Maybe mm-hmm. you should you you should do voiceovers for my voice. Like all time, it's very friendly. It's a very friendly voice, to be honest. I got a callback for a voiceover audition, and then I didn't get it. What the fuck? Well, just fucking. Tell us who it is. I will tell them <laughs> that you guys said these these big Hollywood big wigs. Yeah, we'll write a wreck. Um, That's right. Thanks. Man. Okay. Cool. Well, a pleasure as usual, Daniel. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, guys. Thanks, thanks for Daniel. In. We'll, Have we'll a good see weekend. You, too. You too. See you in the Discord. 
That's time for mommy's rag. Yeah, I got one too. <laughs> oh, cheers. Why? Why does everyone have uh, is everyone sick? No. It's no. just I always have a snot rag. Yeah, you do. You do. What, what the fuck was that? I let someone in. Oh, Annie. Annie. Thank God Maria's here. I have a I have a burning question for her. Oh, good. Oh, no. I love I love when Maria's on fire. I love your background. It's so good. <laughs> Where are you calling from, Annie? Um, upstate New York. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's dark out here, so. Ooh, looks like it. Set in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maria, I just started listening to the big ones. Awesome. Um, and I, ha- I have to know what you ended up doing with that pile of pine cones in your hallway. <laughs> It's still there. It's still there. I clean them up every like couple months because it gets so large. And then, you know, there was that time the fire department came and said that they had to be removed. Uh, what? What's, what is the pine cone thing? Piggles. Uh, every walk, Piggles picks up a pine cone. And then um, she brings it back and she's so like happy so that she cute. did that. That we put a little pile outside the door so it feels like she's, you know, adding to the household. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, she's a provider. But, you know, <laughs> it adds up. So it just becomes a huge pile of pine cones. And so what what happened was um, the one time the fire alarm went off at a neighbor's house and the, the fire department came <laughs> and we heard them outside going do you know whose uh, pile of pine cones this is? And then the neighbor was like, oh, I think it's theirs. And he went, you need to, you need to tell them to clean those up. That's a fire hazard. Interesting, um, but we never did, and we just keep we just keep them there. Good. Well, damn, girl. But thank you for asking. That's um, Piggles. Will be, I'll tell Piggles. You, you it asked. really piqued my interest. I have a tattoo. <gasps> oh wow! Oh, yeah. Wow. Before or after Maria's story? A pine Before, cone. Ta- <laughs> a, 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 a pine cone tattoo, not a an acorn tattoo. Wait, okay, so there's the acorn, but then there's the pine cone. Oh, and there's a pine cone. Wow. wow. But I got the pine cone tattoo because my grandmother, she had dementia and like sort of like in the early, early yeah. days of her dementia, she she started walking around her property and like picking up every single pine cone. Oh. And we, went, we went into her basement. We didn't realize she was doing it. And we went into her basement and it was just like, like, Wall to wall, like plastic grocery bags full of pine cones, just like on every surface, everywhere. That's what Piggles does. I mean, maybe Piggles is my grandmother. Wow. What a nice tattoo, though. That's such a nice way to like commemorate her and remember her. That's really sweet. Yeah, she was a nice lady. I'm going to. That's nice. If you have a story, start telling it, but I'm going to look at the spiritual significance of pine cones. I don't really have a story other than that. I just learned that um, I just moved to this small town like a year ago in upstate New York. And I just learned a couple of weeks ago that, that there's like a Davidian compound in my town. <gasps> wow. No. Um, is it still like, like active? It is. And it's called the Mount Carmel Center, which is the same. It's like the one in Waco was also called Mount Carmel. No way. It's like, Whoa. It's, Split off in like the 40s, I think, and then like some of them came here, and then some of them went to Waco. Whoa! 
But it's also weird because like there's a lot of there's a huge Hasidic Jewish community in in the area. And then also there's a bunch of ashrams. So there's like already a bunch of like like super religious heroes walking around. And then like every once in a while, my girlfriend and I will see a person who's like doesn't really she's like they're like not really the flavor. Right. That person's clearly some kind of like religious fundamentalists but like what flavor are they so <laughs> wow well, looks exciting that you're gonna join the branch davidians i'm excited for your new uh <laughs> do you guys want to hear about the history of the the symbolism of pine cones yes okay. yes throughout the span of recorded human history pine cones have served as a symbolic representation of human enlightenment the third eye mm. and the pineal gland um (laughs) gross hold on there's some more um something about the fibonacci sequence is in the spiral (laughs) of a pine cone oh it also has to do with uh the pineal gland is wake sleep patterns and circadian rhythms so do you ever feel like there's some like you're visited in your sleep by by a spirit or like have any sleep related stuff don't answer. Just think about it. Um, <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> it's considered to be uh, the third eye, the seat of the soul, the epicenter of enlightenment throughout different cultures. So interesting, inter- interesting stuff if you want to look into it. And also, in I guess, in the Bible, like, there's all these references to pine cones. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, weird. <laughs> Well, there you go. Well, there you have it. My pine cone sister <laughs> in the flesh. It's truly an honor, Maria. <laughs> yeah, you t- me too. You too. Your pine cone sister. How <laughs> pine cone power. Pa- pine cone power. Pine cone pals. Power. Your pine cone pals. Yes, no one likes are. anything I'm saying You're right now. Okay. Hell <laughs> oh, my God. You're pelcones. All right. Well, Annie, thank you so okay. much. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. And thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thank you so much. Palcones. Palcones. Palcones is good, too. Your palcones. Lots of Bible stuff tonight, Allie. Oh, yeah, I accidentally quoted and misreferenced the Bible like three times. Oh, the the seven horses. (laughs) I swear to God, what was with the seven, though? Weren't there seven horsemen of the apocalypse? There were seven something. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I was I was watching the YouTube. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I can hear you. I love oh. your outfit. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm uh I'm Sarah Ella, so both names. Oh amazing. I, I've uh, I've been in the Discord a bit, but under Ella, so I'm like, oh, oh wait, oh, okay. Yes, of course. Hi, how are, what's what's this background behind you? Is that a painting you or is that forest? like a tapestry? It's it's a super cheap tapestry from like a company called like Society Six oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. super pretty. I really like it. I have a Society Six. If anyone wants to go to it, Society Six dot com slash online Allison. Oh yeah, yeah all your wow. shirts, all my shirts. Um, wow. do you have that's a great like little like slide in there? Yeah, right? I know. I was yeah. just that's why I asked. I was just, just trying to self promote. Where are you calling from? Uh, so I'm actually uh, in Ottawa right now canada ottawa ontario canada that's where my husband is from he lived yeah, in, oh, he's in the glebe right. <laughs> is this the glebe oh is that yeah i am um, 
I used to live in the Glebe, but I'm going to be living in a place called Overbrook. So cool. Yeah. Lovely town. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love how like Ottawa, our capital of Canada, is like it's a nice town. It's a nice place. <laughs> It's a nice are those place. trees in your background or are they pine cones? They're trees, but we, we could say they're pine cones. Are they pine, pine trees. trees? Yeah. Those look like they're pine trees to me. Uh, problem. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Um, Speaking of synchronicity, yes. I was actually going to, uh, I didn't hear all of, da- I was busy, so I didn't hear all of Daniel's um stories but i was actually gonna bring up a story about shadow people or ghosts whichever <laughs> like which uh, uh, shadow, yeah, shadow shadow going with shadow people for the night yeah so uh i guess when i was younger i used to have like there was like this little shadow man but it wasn't shadow as in like flat it was definitely like 3d like but it, it was just pitch black oh, so nice. that's why i'd call it like, a shadow man and uh, I remember he would just like come into my bedroom and just like pull at my sheets and I'd just like pull my sheets up and just hide. And I was like, this is horrific. No. Years and years later, I'm talking to my, my dad about creepy stuff. And it turns out when he was a kid, oh, no. he actually ha- used to see this little shadow person and he'd wake up his cousin, Donnie, and um, oh, no. be like, okay, like we have to go. I see the shadow man. And they'd try to like, chase this shadow man who would run into his little sister's room and like try to bother her and oh. they try to chase it away no. oh my god Which I think, like, and like that's brave like what kid actually is like i'm gonna go protect my sister yeah like, seriously that's so sweet <laughs> like talking about it, i get really energetic because it's kind of yeah it creeps me out no. um and then i found out that my aunt my other aunt so he has two sisters. The younger sister, she actually, she did like tons of therapy for years for different stuff. And she used to talk about this oh, shadow man that would bother her in therapy. So oh, like, no, every once in a while, like I haven't had anything in a quite a long time, but for a while, a few years ago, I felt like I, even though I didn't see anything, I felt like it was there. And I just like say out loud, like, go away like don't come near me <laughs> like but i don't know oh so that's my like god that's so creepy um, that's creepy a few years later someone had told me that that was actually likely a, like a little demon that oh. actually follows generations oh and shit no the children of her like oh each god. children so i'm like oh, you're stuck I have with little it. nieces and nephews now so i'm like Man, I hope they uh, <laughs> don't get bothered. Holy oh, yeah. moly. We need to do like an episode on shadow people. I mean, I know That's we did a crazy. sleep paralysis one, but yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Uh-uh. Well, call in, call in next month um, when we do our thing and um, tell us your ghost story too. Save, save that one for next time. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, well, thank good- you so much. Thank you for calling in. You're the best. Bye. 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 Creepy stuff. I can't believe it. Uh, demonic people that follow your family that that follow you through generations. That's that like, was you the, gotta have that kids. Was, that's what what's it called kids. was about. It follows. 
No, that was about like oddly <laughs> about like an STD. Paranormal yeah. activity. Oh, did that? Mm-hmm. It goes through generations? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Us. Uh, yeah, so that was like the first time my friend's ever come over because he's got a little kid. Aww. So he brought his kid over to see my Lego collection. And that's so sweet. That seemed big. So I had to bail. Sorry. I'm sorry. What was that noise? Yeah, it was scary. I think it was that was Rory uh, just touching. moving the oh, I shifted on my chair and it may be loud. No, uh-huh. it sounded like it sounded like a goat. Maria, was that you? No. <laughs> Why would it be? I think it was just the sound of like the laptop moving. Yeah. You guys heard it though, right? Yeah, Yeah, no, Uh I heard it. Uh huh. It was a goat. I was putting my Nintendo Switch down. That was probably it. it. Maybe that was it. It sounded like a high pitched elf laugh or like uh, (laughs) a puck wedgie. (laughs) I'm freaked out. I have no idea what that could be. What time is it over there? It is just about 1 p.m. Saturday. Oh, so, oh wow. Very warm and sunny out. Man. Wow. Can't wait till tomorrow. Yeah. That's exciting. Too. It's going to be like 109, yeah, anyway. 108. Sorry. Okay, yeah. continue. What's your story? What's uh, your story? I was just going to say, in addition to that, um, when this little kid came over here, um, he can speak pretty well. He's bilingual. Oh. His mom's um, Chilean. But oh, yeah. when he saw all the Lego and started playing with it, he forgot how to speak. Like, he just was so overwhelmed by it all. They were just kind of squeaking and pointing at things and not really knowing what to do. That's so cute. Really cute. 
But yeah, so my story, I guess I had two sort of guardian angel type stories yes. that maybe don't quite count, but one of them's also potentially amputation related. Fantastic. Or nearly. So it could. Well, sort of Angelica Counters well. is all ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, first one is because I, I think I mentioned last time I am a courier. So a few months ago, I was just driving down our um, depot's driveway, heading out to the road, main road, and um, I get a text just before I get to the end of the driveway, and I, for some reason I stopped and looked at my phone instead of just like we all do, mm-hmm. look and drive. <laughs> and as soon as I look down, there's a big car crash right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like I was just about at the end, and a car must have just drifted across and crashed into the ass of a car right next to me, like where I would have been. Oh no! Oh my god! And it was just a text from my like the cell phone provider saying you know some bullshit. Um, and but like the thing is, if I had been there, because I'm in a van, I'm at the front of the vehicle, and where a car would hit would have hit where my legs are, so I would have cut <gasps> them off. Oh shit! By the amount of damage it did to the car, and it was just some like young guy. I guess he was on his phone probably, but Holy I don't know shit. what. But yeah. That's but crazy. Normally, I wouldn't have stopped for a text. I would have just, you know, looked and crossed my wow. phone off to the side and kept driving. So you're saying text uh, and reason. drive. Yeah, that's what you're the moral saying. of the story, guys. That'd be a good PSA. Yeah, so, um, oh. that's kind of the one. And quite a few years ago when I was working at Pizza Hut, I was a mm. delivery boy, which is nice. a glamorous job and everybody loves you. Yeah. Um, um, and it was quite a quiet night. There were two of two of us um, delivery drivers on, and there was a delivery that was, we were just alternating. So he would go one, I'd go one, he'd go one, and um, then for some reason, oh yeah, no, sorry, I got in my car to deliver one, and I tried to start it, and it wouldn't start. It was just completely dead, and I didn't really know what. To, so I said, like, okay, to the other guy, you just take this one, and um, you know, you can go home now because it's quite quiet, and so. Turned out it was just like a battery terminal fault. Like I popped the hood and within like two minutes figured out what was wrong, but he'd already gone. And what happened to him was delivery was like a setup. So when he got out of the car, three guys surrounded him and pulled knives on him. Oh Stole God. his phone, the food, a bunch of money off him. Tried to steal his car, but he got away. And yeah, I found out about that like 20 minutes after. Holy moly. When the police turned up. Whoa. But yeah, so I was, I was meant to be there. And I thought I was doing a nice thing by is sending him home with, you know, I'll clock him out later so he still gets paid and he just gets another delivery to his, you know, doesn't get paid for delivery and stuff. But, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, you got saved, man. <laughs> um, Rory, thank you so much for coming on again. And I'm sorry, but I am still, I'm still hung up on that weird demon goat laugh that no one else <laughs> thinks is important, but I heard it. I'll, I'll, li- yeah, I'll listen to it back and see if I can listen it. to it back but, and you will hear it. And people in the chat also heard it and they're talking about it. Everyone else heard it. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Okay. And put that on my a unicorn I made. It's oh, gorgeous. That's so great. I love it. Amazing, Rory. Oh, yeah. Well, thank Thanks you so, so much, much for Rory. calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that Bye. was it. Again. What is it? What is it? That's so stupid. Who's doing that? I lean back on my chair and it's like metal and it's like broken. There it is. Is that really? Why does that make such an insane sound? I don't hear it now. I can barely hear it. There's a demon. Well, now it's not doing it again. Lean back again. (laughs) Okay.
this, <laughs> this is a, someone's pranking me and I don't appreciate it. Melissa, is it you? No, I'm not doing anything. I've heard that from you not before. Me. <laughs> well, this time. All right, I'm Rory. Not. Thank All you right, so Rory. much. Thank, thank you. you for having me. I'll yeah, catch you later course. when I get my Melissa shit. All right. Bye, Rory. Bye, Rory. You guys, someone's oh, wow. fucking with me. I know it. Let me. I read. heard that noise. Yeah, because you're making it and you're not telling I'm me. Not. Okay. Um. So far, people who have donated to us, and thank you so much. Um, Amanda, Rachel, Brian, Stephanie, uh, Sydney, Lee, Madeline, Daniel, Kelly, Shayna. Thank you guys so much. And Tyler. Um, Thank you. Ooh, yes. So thank you guys very much. If you want to donate on Venmo, it's, um, Allison, uh, hyphen Siegel. And we also have a cash app for those who want to donate there. And it's, uh, what is it? Dollar sign web crawlers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then after tonight's episode, we're just going to start moving it to once a month on the first. Yep. First Fridays. Yes. First Fridays. Emily. Hello. How's it going? going? Good. How are you? Good. Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's web crawlers podcast live i'm gonna tell the ghost dog story okay yeah. oh my, my, my husband came in <laughs> in the kitchen <laughs> i saw the green light hey hey guys hi <laughs> yeah tell us your ghost dog story hey so um i have a hey good um my the house I grew up in, where my mom still lives, has a ghost dog. <laughs> oh my god! What? Um, yeah, it. My childhood home is haunted by my uh, dog. I believe it is my dog Bingo that I had as a kid. Oh my god! Um, she, yeah. So she was a um, like a German Shepherd Husky mix. Ooh. She was like a, like a big dog, and she lived a really long time. Um, she, I got her when I was like seven and she died when I was almost 22. Wow. So I oh spent like, almost, yeah, like the vet doesn't, didn't even know like how old she was. Seriously. So she was there like for like most of my life. So she died, um, 10 years ago this week, which oh. I re- just realized wow. this. Yeah. Um, and this is important to the story. So I was talking to my mom the other day and she still lives in, in that house. And somehow we started talking about, um, about ghost and she goes, yeah, just like out of nowhere. And like, no one has ever mentioned this. And she goes, yeah, do you know that um, our house is haunted by a dog? And I was God. like, um, yeah, because I was the first one to hear it. So about nine years ago, I was alone in my house. I was um, dog sitting while my mom and stepdad were out of town. And we've always had dogs at our house. We're like very like dog friendly people. And um, so I'm alone at night. It's like really late. And I have my mom's two dogs with me and they were like dead asleep and they were lazy and they like did not react to anything. And I hear, and if you're a dog person, you know, your dogs like collar jingle. Yeah. You know, like when, like Uh when they walk. 
Oh yeah. So I am in my bed. The, the other two dogs are like dead asleep and I hear this caller and I was like, Oh my God, it's bingo. Like I just knew it was her. And I never experienced like anything supernatural in my home or anything. And I did some research and dog ghosts are real. Like people have reported them like all, like all over the place. Holy um, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like a year or two later, I was home again, same thing. And I heard my dog bark. <gasps> yeah. And like she had a very distinct bark and like, I knew it was her. And what was interesting is that the other dog, one of the other dogs that was with me lived with her and he didn't react to it. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, weird. Yeah. Cause I guess he knew. Yeah. So Monday I'm talking to my mom and I tell her the story and she's like, yeah, she's like, um, she tells me, she's like, yeah, your stepdad's heard it a few times. And he asked me like several years ago, he's like, do you think this house is haunted by a dog? And she's like, yeah, probably. And just, <laughs> you know, so like, whatever. <laughs> That's kind of how she is. That's and nuts. then like not too long afterwards, she hears it. And I, yeah. And I asked my brother about it too. And he said that he has heard it as well. Wow. Well, sounds like you got yourself a ghost dog for sure. I have. Yes, we we have a ghost dog for sure. I would love um, for my dog I, to haunt me after he yeah. dies. I would like yeah. be obsessed. Me too. That yeah, idea. I've heard because I've because after we've experienced this, like I've read about it and people say they like hear them bark. They'll, they'll hear them like walk through the hall. Mm-hmm. I've heard people even say they can like hear them drinking at a water bowl. Whoa. I sounds like that dog needs AA. I know. All right, <laughs> yeah, drinking like at a like sitting at the bar, just like drinking. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Do you guys want to see yeah, a picture so... of the dog I want to adopt? <laughs> yes. yes. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I'll What's show you the name. His name is Bruno, and it he's looks a like Chinese. A Bruno. He's a Chinese crested. And that dog needs adopted. That dog seems like it's taken care of. No, just why? Just beautiful people His hair. need help too. It's an exotic <laughs> dog. Welcome to my life. I wonder why it's being adopted. Or why I don't know. Bruno is a yeah. three-year-old powder puff Chinese crested dog. He is a sweet, gentle little boy. Hmm. Calling it li- a little boy is so horny. Okay. <laughs> a little boy. <laughs> That's like so well, creepy. thank you so much, Emily. Yeah, thank that you was for your ghost. Oh, dog you're welcome. Story. That's yeah. a friendly ghost. That's a it friendly is. ghost. Yeah, in yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, have <laughs> a great so Friday. Bye. You too. Thanks. All right, bye. bye. I don't know. That dog doesn't. Look it's like it, it's at an adopted adoption agency, though. So, like, what if everyone had that vibe and then it just never got adopted? Huh. Everyone was Are like, it looks too in, good. I'll be right back. I have to get another tissue. You're probably pooping. Everyone knows. Oh, that. a dog. It's a doggy. Hey, that's a good dog right there. That's a good dog. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hello. What's Where that are you calling boy's from? name? Stormy from Long Beach. Stormy oh. from Long Beach. Hello, Hi, Stormy. Huh? Um... <laughs> What did Asher just wake up? Yeah, Asher just woke up from a drinking binge. (laughs) 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 He's sleepy boy. Um, What? uh, What's up? (laughs) 
<laughs> so I met you back at the, at the live show. Oh, way back when we could actually go to actual live shows. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh my God, this is not soon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, how how did you like it? it was, was that fun, fun for you? Because uh, <laughs> so you did the the Lisa Lamb story again. It's fun like, being around like a bunch of yeah. people who didn't know it, and like they're like laugh at, like freak out or something. And you'd be sitting there being like, that's not the crazy part. Like, it gets way crazier. And everybody's just like, had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> I was shocked at the amount of people who had never heard that story, especially like living in L.A. It was pretty new to everybody there. Yeah. That was, it was, yeah. That was a fun. That was our, our one and only live <laughs> show that we've done. <laughs> yeah. That was the last time we were allowed out of the house. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, do you Brian, have a story yes. us? Uh, so, so one time me and my mom went up to uh, help my brother move back from college. And so like we were driving back down and she called my dad to tell her like, oh, we're driving down. Uh, how's it down there at the house? And she's like, she's like, oh, we had an earthquake last night and a house down the street blew up. Oh, my God. And so, like, what? Uh, he knew like one of the police officers that were like around the place. And it turns out like these, uh, the owners had moved out and then hired some people to burn it down. But they, <gasps> so like these two like kids were pouring gasoline through the whole house. Oh my God. But they left the pilot light on the, the water heater. Oh, so like the two people no. were in the house when it blew up and they like got launched <gasps> through the front window. And I think one died like instantly, but the other one was like still alive and just like, lost his shoes and stuff. He was just, like, walking around. and So he just had, like, footprints on the driveway. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, my God. That's so horrible. That's crazy. Me and my dad went to the house, like, (laughs) probably a week or two later after they were done investigating it. And, like, the back wall had, like, moved, like, two inches. Like, it was still, like, attached to the house, but, like, was off the house, basically. Oh, wow. Weird. People do crazy things. That's gnarly. Well, thank you for that story, Brian, and thank you for introducing us to Stormy. He's so cute. Or is she? Colin, Colin again. And thank you also for coming to the live show. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye, Brian. You know who's coming in right now. You're, you guys are. You know him. You is love him. Is this the him. last last one? N- nope. We got some more, but this is uh, Matt Scuda. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hello. It's it's fan favorite Matt. Yes. <laughs> so um, I, I know there was a little bit of uh, controversy about the twist over and over again. Uh, so this week yeah. I've decided to do a little bit of obfuscation. Ooh. Um, oh. So, a potential of three different stories, Obst- each represented oh, by. Wow, look at this. Someone has a color printer. Or, Ooh, fancy, it's one story. Expensive. I'm just pretending there's a choice. Okay. But oh. they either, either, either does have a twist or it might not. Who knows? Ooh, I like this. Well, but what are what people in the chat think? What story should I tell? What story? Should it be bench, trunk, or bike? Or bench, I mean, boot, and bike if you want to go with bees. Trunk. <laughs> I say trunk. I say trunk, trunk too. 
Boo. Trunk. Okay. We'll do trunk then. Uh, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm <laughs> scary. <laughs> Have you ever killed someone? I feel like I'm looking Have for I? clues behind yeah. him. And I've not. Like, uh, that's what a murderer would say. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to use um, some like initials for this story. So it does involve real people. Okay. Um, okay. Who still definitely live in the area. Okay. So, uh, okay. so I will say, we'll start with um, saying the a large medical center in town. Uh, it has over 700 uh, staffed beds and they ha- go have about a quarter million uh, patient hours a year. So massive complex. Wow. So about 19 years ago, August 6th, uh, Dr. LTN um, was a 28-year-old first-year resident at one of the clinics at, the, at this uh, university complex. And she didn't show up for work. Oh. So... 11 hours later, and 600 miles away, the Webb County Sheriff's Dispatch in Laredo, Texas, received a call from a woman claiming to be Dr. Um, T.N., but the uh-huh. call was cut off. So uh, they attempted to trace the call. They also basically had every uh, active unit in the area from uh, the cops, the sheriff, and like the Border Patrol to start looking for someone in dress at like rest stops and stuff like that. They also have call boxes along the highway and things like that. Um, so uh, a U.S. Border Patrol vehicle was flagged down by the groggy and dehydrated Dr. T.N. along the I-35 border town of Laredo, Texas. So this is, again, 600 miles away from Oklahoma City where this started. Okay. This was 11 hours after she went missing? hmm Okay. No one had known where they were. Everything so – no one at the – Basically, in movies, it's always kind of like 24 hours before you can do a missing person reports, right. things like that. But I, I, I think that's kind of a, a myth. And the idea is if someone's not where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there, and, they have, and they have, they're, they're a doctor or something like that, and they have a husband who's home that just left, there's an expectation that people aren't going to do something. Aren't, that they're not, it's, not, it's not like she's sick at home or like her phone is not working or something like that. She is missing. Mm-hmm. So she was on her but taken to a nearby hospital. She said she was kidnapped. And because it crossed state lines, the FBI came in. Oh. Uh, so she said she was uh, basically at the gated parking lot of a gated, a gated parking structure to the um, uh, clinic where she worked when she was confronted by a man who subdued her with a, like a chemical soap drag. I guess she means chloroform, but the quote I found was chemical soap drag. Uh-huh. Um, so this was the last thing she remembered before she woke up in the trunk of her own vehicle. On the, at highway speeds, and she was trapped wow. there for hours and hours, and like nothing she could do. Like, this is like this was uh, 2001, so this is before a lot of cars had like the auto eject. Oh right, and she was also trapped like at highway speeds. Um, when the vehicle stopped, then the, I, I looked at, I found a bunch of news articles about this, but I could never quite find the details of uh, how she said she escaped or or where the car was when she escaped. Right, um, but. This the, the, all this kind of happened within one or two days of the incident of all this kind of these details coming out. Um, the FBI said they never caught a suspect, but they also never released um, a description of the suspect. Hmm. But there was a lot of tension uh, at the university. So both the, so it was a university hospital complex. So the university up through security quite a bit. The the medical center up through security quite a bit. One month later, the investigation ended without a definitive conclusion. 
because the doctor who was kidnapped's attorney asked the FBI to stop investigating. Wait, doctor is a kidnapped. What? <laughs> um, okay. Three days later, nine eleven happened, and the story oh. completely fell out of the public interest. The place, the place she worked, uh, was asked when she would return to work and if she was okay. They said she's fine. She's at home. She's resting, and we're we're, ha- we're happy to have her back whenever she is. I guess that kind of happened right before nine eleven. So basically, the, the announcement went out that she's she's mostly unharmed. She shook it up. We want her back to work. Nine eleven happened, uh, and then another month passes. She's fired from her place of work because someone from her high school came out and said, "Oh, her." Yeah, she faked the kidnapping in high school because her boyfriend wasn't giving her enough attention. That's so tight. She's so cool. I love this woman. So, <laughs> is it true? She did this, she, she, she did, so is she it did Ali the same Siegel? thing again. <laughs> so she Good did the same her. thing again, basically she as a doctor, and it kind of ruined her career for a while. Melissa, you got to do what you got to do for love. <laughs> yep, and they're uh, How, they're oh still married. My God. Good for oh her. This God. is a true love story. Hallmark but is she to still make this a, into a movie. Is she still a doctor? Yes, yeah, love is. doctor. Not, she's she's a different kind of doctor now, though. She lost that uh, line of progress. Oh, jeez, Louise. She's wow. a life coach now. She's <laughs> great. I love her. This is a great story. I'm super <laughs> into it. <laughs> I it I just got a few pointers from this. I, I did have a story that involves an amputation. I was kind of hoping you'd pick that one just to have a little bit of serendipity, but it didn't happen. Oh, well, well we next, suck. Our next month. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it next month for sure. Uh, Matt, thank okay. you. Thank you as usual. Yeah. Thank okay, and this you. might be my last one that I can. Why? Make, what? It, what's, so. That's cryptic. Are you killing what yourself? What are you talking about? No, I, uh, I, I think work is starting to come back and I imagine I'll be working most Fridays at 5 p.m. Uh, well, da. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll there, see. there are we'll see. now Just, two jobs on the horizon. Soon. We'll see if they actually happen. Well, okay, right. Daddy well, we Warbus. hope to see you back. <laughs> we hope to see you back, but we also yep. are, I hope to be are you back. jerking off? Working. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm scratching my arm. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, I'm actually surprised well, that hasn't happened yet. Okay, sorry. I, I know, right? Saying that. Okay, bye. Right. Bye, bye. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we got two more callers in here. I know we're a little past time, but I feel like it's the last. It's the last uh, show. So. Let's uh let's let Emily in and then and then uh, we'll let Matilda in and um Emily Hello Hey Emily Emily Am I on this? Yes. You are. <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> Hi, Hi Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. <laughs> Where are you from? Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Bellingham. I've I've been the one calling in about all oh, the weird stuff. Oh right! Holy shit, that's amazing! Oh, right. oh my god! Do you have any stories for us today? Yeah, I thought of something earlier today, which is actually from Alaska, where I grew up. Oh, I just wow. remember back in 2012. Um, so every year my family would go to this mountain race called Mount Marathon. If you're from Alaska, you probably have um, heard of it. Maybe if you're not 
from Alaska. But anyway, it's just this, it's a 3000 foot climb and these runners literally run up and then down it. And the men do it so fast that they do it in 45 minutes. Well, like the, the fastest ones. Oh my God. Um, and so in 2012, I was probably like 15 or something and we're watching this race, which always goes first. And then later in the day, people are like, there's someone was missing. And then, uh, we found out later on that one guy who I guess was like the last in the men's race, he got to the top because one of the like race attendees, uh, or race attendants was like, yeah, you're almost to the top. Then you just turn back around. Oh no. And then he wasn't seen again. Like the top of a mountain, he still hasn't been found. Nothing has been found (gasps) of him. Like not as, not no clothes, uh, like no body parts. He was abducted. Yeah. Okay. So he was either abducted. He either planned to run away from his life, like (gasps) at the top of the mountain, like made some elaborate scheme because I guess he had never done the race before. And it's three South. That's weird. Straight up. And then, um, yeah, like nothing's ever been found of him. So he was like probably most likely like fell in some like crevasse of like ice or something, oh, given that wow, it's fractured wow. in the mountain. But I think I think you know it was an elaborate plan to run away from his life. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. so too. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's creepy. Because people think that he could have like fallen down this mountain, but it's like a relatively like flat mountain face, like. Oh, there's only trees at the very bottom. They would have found him by now, I feel like. Right. Like, unless he fell down this, like, really, really massively deep crevasse. crevasse. Yeah. Um, Who so, knows? Tomato, tomato. Uh, it, it was, like, uh, Michael Lamatre, L-A-M-A-I-T-R-E. You should look it up. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Wow. I have another question. What's your skincare routine? <laughs> Um, you have great skin. So, uh, you have really good skin. <laughs> um, fanny cream, relatively cheap at mm. most uh, 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 supermarkets. Oh, nice. Amazing. Is it just and like genetics? You think you just genetically have good skin? <laughs> well, I think it's the lighting. I think it's the sweat right now and uh, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of makeup. Oh, wow. Well, you look great. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. It was so good to talk to you. Thank you. Bye, Emily. Bye. That's All right. We'll crazy. let Matilda. Matilda. Matilda or Matilda? Well, we're, we're, we'll we have her. Hello. There you are. Is it, is it Matilda or Matilda? It's just Matilda. But Matilda's fine. Matilda. Yeah. I, I prefer pronounced your name wrong when I did the Patreon episode. I apologize. I did not mind at all. I just had a <laughs> surreal moment when you said my name and I was like, oh, cool. And I really want to be said was so long. I didn't realize how long it was when I started reading it. <laughs> Where are you Where calling you call- from? Oh, man. I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm from Montreal, Canada. Oh, shit. Oh, oh Canada. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, you know, married, yeah, probably. Melissa, since you're married to a Canadian, do you have joint citizenship now? I can get it very easily. We, I just have to live there for six months. Yes. Wow, so, like, if we that. need to flee, if we need to flee the country, like, I'll just go there and in yeah. six months I'll get citizenship. It's like 90 Day Fiance, but the reverse. Yes. 
Yeah. Wow. That's yes. cool. Good to know. Yes. Um, do you have a story for us um, or question, comment, suggestion? I do have a story. It's not a ghost story. I've never personally had a ghost encounter, I don't think. But I have a creepy story that involves Great. me doing the creepy thing um, <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was about 10, 9 or 10, I was really into archaeology, as I'm sure a lot of kids are that age. Yeah, sure. And um, uh, it was Easter and uh, we were at my aunt's. Uh, the huge, uh, the whole family was here, and I was really bored. And my aunt's cat had died uh, two oh, no. years before. Yeah, so <laughs> I got, I, I just started digging in the backyard, <laughs> trying to no. dig up the cat, and found it. And then I just, uh. I just remember parading around the whole family with like the bones and the skull and going like look it's the dead cat yeah I was insane um and I just no. <laughs> I don't remember most of the reactions but um my aunt was kind of quiet and like kind of fucked her up but hey look that's so funny oh, yeah no. yeah I did that well, oh you turned God. out okay, so it's all right. Yeah, totally. I don't do oh. that anymore, so I consider that a win. <laughs> I brought oh my, my God, mom a so dead tight. bird once when I was like five. Really? My sister was like, take this bird and bring it inside to mom. So I was like, okay. And I like brought a dead bird and like my mom screamed. She's like, no, get that out of here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my God, your sister is such a enabler. I know. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, well, Matilda, <laughs> thank you so much for that incredible you. story. Um, you to think about it forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're the best. Um, right. Call in again next month, please. Yeah. All right, bye. All right. bye. She's a very wow. calming voice. Yeah. Yes, everyone has calming voices. I'm noticing no one sounds like me. no you have a calming voice i got this thing called this is not a sponsored post but i got this thing called a loom cube and it's like a um one of those like light things like a whatever they the ring light but it's just like a thing but it sticks to your um oh your it sticks to your your laptop laptop from this suction cut but the suction cup is so bad that it will stick for like two seconds and then just fall off Oh my god! Well, so well that's I'm the best like, story of the put night. Some duct tape on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> All right. I gotta go eat something. Yeah, I'm so hungry. I'm hungers. <laughs> I am hungers. Let me tell you. I I just want to compliment myself because I didn't take a single nap today. Wow. That don't you normally take like two naps? <laughs> Yeah, I usually do two a days. Yeah, your morning nap and your afternoon nap. I have my morning nap and my afternoon nap. Today I had zero naps. So, wow, you're going to sleep for like 20 hours. I know. Everyone's (laughs) capable of anything, you know? Um, Anyways, so thank you guys again for everyone who donated. Uh, Thank you guys for coming. Uh, um, And we'll see you next next month, I guess. The first Friday of the month. Let's do that. Let's, Let's be, do be there, be square. 
Yeah. And thank you for all your well wishes. It's very nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get better quick. So it's going to be Friday, October 2nd. Mm. Ooh, I like day. the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm leaving. So you guys can do whatever you want to do. But <laughs> okay, I'm, I guess I'm I'll leaving. leave too. If you're leaving, I'm leaving. I guess I'll leave. All right. I'll leave too. Okay, we can all leave. We'll all just leave. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.